0: It's Brendan Gulick he writes for Buckeye now in Sports Illustrated among many other things I he, he gives up on his Twitter bio I don't blame him he's just like yeah I do everything uh, in Ohio. Brendan, you there for me <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do you're I just game? like oh, I cover this I cover this I can't I can't be too specific you only have so many characters <laughs> mm,
1: you know if, uh, if I'm not at a game I'm on a golf course that's there you go much what it
0: is Hey that's there, there's worse places to be. Uh, so, That's obviously, Brendan, the, the rumors throughout the last couple of days have been oh, CJ Stroud, he may stay. He's getting a big NIL deal. Some boosters coming through. It's it, People were saying north of maybe $10 million. What did you hear regarding that? Was it ever close to actually happening?
1: I, I was never able to get anything substantiated. It, you know, it, the, the rumor mill is turning like crazy.
0: I mean, the reality is.
1: I, I just, I said this to Jonathan on the air the other night, I just couldn't envision a reality where CJ stays. He's hes probably going to be a top five pick. You could certainly make the argument that he's going to be the number one pick in the draft. And there is no amount of name, image, and likeness money that he could get from one company or a, you know, a, a couple of companies combined that were going to be able to give him the amount of money he's going to get with his first NFL contract. You know, if we're talking about a guy that wasn't guaranteed to be picked that high in the draft, maybe that's a different story, but I mean, it, it it just, it just never made sense to me that, you know, that that he would ever come back to Ohio state. I, I just don't, I don't know what else he has left to prove. I mean, look at what he's accomplished at Ohio state. This kid is the Ohio state career passing leader for quarterback rating passing yards per game 300 yard games he is second in school history in completion percentage total passing yards passing touchdowns i mean he's a he's a two-time heisman finalist you know i what more do you need to do he he showed he can make all the throws he's got great leadership he's a humble kid go go start your career it's it's I feel like this was all just drawn out to maximize the attention in it, and he's, you know, he's got the right to do that. And that's fine, but I, I just never thought it was a reality that he was going back to Columbus.
0: Yeah, and that's fair. And and you do note, by the way, too, just like the drawing out process of it. I felt it was a formality that he was going to go to the to right to the NFL. Not maybe the day after the loss, obviously, because you need to you know heal a bit. But I felt that was going to happen relatively quick. It didn't. But as you say, NFL draft, I mean, the expectation is there. Do you think he's far and away the number one QB in the upcoming class?
1: I don't know if I would say far and away. Um, I mean, Bryce Young and Will Levis are both really good quarterbacks. But, you know, I I think CJ is going to be a really good NFL player. I mean, you know, in, in, in our weekly meetings with Jim Knowles, whenever he would meet with the media, I mean, he almost on a weekly basis referenced the fact that CJ is the best college quarterback he's ever been around, and he he would always say, and that includes Eli Manning. Um, I, I CJ processes the defense faster than any quarterback that Ohio State has had, it, you know, it, uh, even in these last fifteen years. And he maybe he doesn't always make you know the the perfectly executed throw, but he very rarely made a wrong decision because he made a mental mistake. Um, he he's he's got everything that you need to to win at the next level, and I I think he showed against Georgia, who everybody said this is the best defense in the country, and, and then you know look what Georgia went on and did to TCU in the title game. I, I I think CJ is ready, and if he's the number one pick in the draft, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, from like fan circles, maybe the fact that Justin Fields. Is playing well, even though the Bears stunk. Justin Fields wasn't the reason that they were terrible. Um, You know, maybe that's helping give some more legitimacy to, hey, Ohio State really can develop these quarterbacks that can turn into good players at the next level. Um, We'll see where he ends up going. I think it's it's too hard to project because you have a team that has the number one pick right now that doesn't need a quarterback. Uh, so there's there's going to be some movement at the top of the board there, but I certainly expect CJ to be one of the first few picks taken.
0: Now the number one team might not need a quarterback, but the Ohio State Buckeyes need a quarterback next year. Obviously, now looking ahead, you know, just looking at the depth chart, all right, it's Kyle McCord, Devin Brown. I'm not going to lie to the people right now. I I don't know what those guys are are made of. I'm guessing they're top recruits, obviously being Buckeyes. Is there someone in the next recruiting class that can give those guys competition, or is it just going to McCord? You would know better than I would.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, they've got another kid coming in from South Dakota, actually, who's a four-star quarterback, who will be a true freshman this year, and and he's going to be a good player. But um, I would be extremely surprised if if Ohio State's starting quarterback next year isn't Kyle McCord or Devin Brown. I mean, Kyle McCord was a five-star kid from Philadelphia. He's actually Marvin Harrison Jr.'s high school quarterback at at Philadelphia, St. Joe's Prep. Um, I think very highly of Kyle you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, 20 right? Uh, I actually would have preferred Kyle McCord over C.J. Stroud uh, when they, you know, sort of duked it out between the two of them for the, the starting quarterback job a couple years ago. I think wow. Kyle's a really good quarterback, and frankly, I think Kyle McCord's going to be an NFL quarterback. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a stud, but I certainly think Kyle's got everything it takes to, you know, succeed at the next level. He, I think he actually has a stronger arm than Stroud does, um, but you know, it's hard to argue with what, with what CJ did the last mm. couple of years here, but I, I really, really like Kyle McCord. I think it would be awesome if he were the quarterback for the Buckeyes next year. I think it'd be, you know, it, it, it we wouldn't see this team take a step back at all. There are lots of people that like Devin Brown more than Kyle. Um, you know, M- McCord is pretty athletic. Brown might be a little bit more athletic, um, you know, he was a five-star kid, too. He's got an incredible arm. Um, <laughs> we were allowed to go to one 15-minute session of practice uh, prior to the Peach Bowl. So we're down in Atlanta and, you know, right on par for, for the top secret Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, <clears throat> they would not allow, uh, in those 15 minutes, They didn't put any of the first-string guys out on the practice field. It was basically just, you know, your backups. And as soon as we were leaving, they were putting the first-string guys out there, right? You know, they just didn't want to show anybody anything. But what it did give us a chance to see was Devin Brown for a few minutes. And Devin Brown, on the run to his right, threw a ball 65 yards down the field, right on the money to a freshman receiver I and mean, he hit him in the hands on the five yard line. The kid scored, and all of a sudden, everybody's looking around going, All right, well, the quarterback controversy for next year's just you know officially started because uh, you know, Devin's clearly got the it factor the same way that uh, that Kyle does. So, I i don't know who it's going to be. Uh, you know, it, it's probably going to be a competition that goes uh, through spring and through fall camp. I'm sure Ryan Day won't name a starting quarterback next year until you know, at least a couple weeks in the fall camp. Um, my gut feeling is that Kyle McCord's going to have an upper hand because he's been in the in the program a, a little longer than Devin Brown has, but um, who knows? See what happens.
0: Hey, too much talent, never a bad thing. It's better than having no talent at right. all. though. It's Brendan Gulick here on 92.3 The Fan, writer for Sports Illustrated, Buckeyes, now among other things. Final thing, uh, Tommy Eichenberg's coming back, which I was for because I like the guy. I know some Buckeye fans split on him. He's, he's been there for a long time. Uh, what does this defense need in the immediate, just to you know, put itself? Obviously, they were at a championship level this year, but to beat the Georgias, to beat the Michigans next year, what's the what's the number one thing they got to fix?
1: You know, I uh, I want to see a little bit different defensive line rotation. Um, I didn't love some of the guys playing in certain situations, you know. I'm not at practice because the practices at Ohio State are close to the media, but there are a couple of defensive linemen that got some more snaps than I personally would have liked to see them get, and there were a couple of guys on the line that I certainly wish were out there more, like Mike Hall. Um, I thought Mike Hall didn't play nearly enough snaps because he was unbelievable when he was on the field, and I just didn't think he was out there enough. Um, I think Ohio State's got a – you know the, the the glaring hole, quote unquote, in uh, in this defense this year was in the, in the back end. You know they gave up too many big plays, and they've already seen several defensive backs go to the transfer portal. Um, you know we're, we're going to have a pretty different looking secondary next year. I don't know if those answers are all coming from the current roster. They've got one kid that's going to transfer in from Syracuse, um, but between guys that have hit the portal and guys that are, uh, are moving on like Ronnie Hickman to the NFL draft. Um, you know, there's, there's certainly going to be a different look in secondary next year. And I think that's probably the most important part because you've got both Tommy Eichenberg and steel chambers coming back at, at linebacker. Uh, I think Cody Simon's probably going to stay as well. And CJ Hex was a five-star kid that um, he got hurt in the, in the Michigan game, but he was already back on the practice field for the peach bowl. Um CJ's a great linebacker and I, I really think he'll be on the field. And and I like a lot of the guys that Ohio State has on the defensive line, uh, including three defensive ends that are are studs. Jack Sawyer, JT Tulli Molo both played a lot this year and Caden Curry, you know, he's a true freshman, but when he got in the games this year, he played really well. Um so I, I expect that the defensive line should be good next year and, and I think the linebackers will be a strength for this team, but they've got to figure out what they're gonna do on the back end.
0: Agreed, Brendan. Thank you so much, man. You were uh you came on as short notice as short notice as possible. I'm sure you have a column or something to write regarding this, so I thank you for <laughs> giving me your time, man. I appreciate it.
1: No problem, brother. Happy to do it. Talk to you soon.
0: You too. That was uh Brendan Gulick here on ninety two three, the fair on